welcome to Brewing Success, where growth is the mission, change is the reward, and progress is the goal. I am your host, Andrea Gebhardt. I'm a former educator turned passionate entrepreneur whose desire to create impact has never wavered. I have spent the last decade teaching, mentoring, and coaching people on how to create success in their lives and businesses with proven strategies and systems that not only bring about change, but big results. When it comes down to it, teaching is my specialty, leadership is my jam, and inspiring you to live a bigger, fuller life is what I'm all about. This podcast will give you the knowledge and tools you need to brew success in almost any area of your life. You're going to walk away each week feeling inspired, motivated, and ready to step outside your comfort zone and into the next level of who you're meant to be. Now let's get into today's episode. When it comes to success, there are a few things that you must be. You must be consistent, you must be focused, you must be flexible, and most of all, you must be relentless. And we're going to talk about relentless and its role in leadership today. So to relent is to give up or to give in. Relentless means without giving in or giving up. And relentlessness is the quality of not giving in or giving up. And what I love about the phrase quality of is that it means that it is something that you choose, not something you were born with. If more people realized that success is a choice, then there would be a bigger number of people experiencing success more regularly. To be relentless, one must be willing to persist until, pursue until, push forward until the ultimate goal is reached. And chances are that you have already had a time and a place in your life when you were relentless about something. I like to think of it as those times, you know, when you look back on them and you're <laughs> you're not really quite sure how you did it. Those times that you think it must have taken some superhuman abilities or supernatural powers that enabled you to accomplish what you did. And when I think back on the first time, I think I really experienced being relentless was when I was in college. I didn't see it at the time, but when I look back on it, that's exactly what it was. So it was my sophomore year of college, and the state of California was initiating its first major tuition hikes. And I'm not talking like a couple extra thousand dollars a year in tuition. I'm talking like a 15 to 25 percent, depending on which college system, whether it was the UCs or the state schools that you were attending. The the tuition, tuition hikes were so significant that it actually made national news. So what did that mean for me? Two more years. I was a sophomore, right? So two more years of college at almost twice the cost. More student loan debt, more money to try and come up with for school. And I remember sitting in an English class, seriously stressing out about this, trying to figure out how how I could get around it. If I wanted to cut the cost, then I would have to cut the time I was there. And if I was to cut the time I was there, I would basically have to take a bunch of classes in a short period of time. And I, in fact, I remember scribbling all the scenarios of how I could make this work and finally figured out that if I took two double loads of summer sessions and 21 units a quarter, then I could graduate a whole year early 
and save a whole year's worth of tuition. Here was a challenge, though. Who graduates college in three years? And with, like, no incoming units, I hate to date myself this way for all the parents who are out there (laughs) and maybe some of the younger uh, generation leaders, okay, but AP classes kind of started happening after I graduated college. So there were no incoming units. Like, and who has to approve this crazy idea? And after all, was it even was it even possible? Could I handle it? I was already going to school full time. I already had three jobs. No spare time as it was. And I lived mostly on peanut butter, jelly sandwiches, diet Cokes, and of course, Oreos. I distinctly remember thinking that I could totally do it. And you know when you get your brain locked into something and you see it visually for yourself and then you make this internal decision that I actually can do it, here's what it would look like. And, you know, kind of like that whole process of like, if I set my mind to it, I can absolutely do it. That's kind of where I was. And so I got myself with an appointment with the dean to get it approved. And I remember walking to his office and sitting down and saying, okay, so I have an idea. These tuition hikes are coming. I can't afford it. I'm like putting myself through college. I mean, I have some financial aid, but it's not enough to like cover what's coming. And I'm really stressed out. And I have this plan and I have this idea. And I I remember laying it all out for him. And I remember him sitting there in his chair. I remember him leaning back and crossing his arms. And he kind of put his hand underneath his chin. And he was like, hmm. And I for sure thought that that moment was like the kiss of death. Like, hmm, you're cute. Um, But that's not normal. And this isn't going to work. And you could just graduate with like student debt like everybody else. And I was already going to graduate with student debt. It wasn't, I wasn't trying to get out of student debt. I was just trying to get out of like being in so much student debt. Seriously, it literally freaked me out. And then I I'd devised this plan. Like in my head, it was already working. In my head, it was already in motion. And I was ready to get locked and loaded into it. And I just, I just needed a seal of approval. And needless to say, He thought it was crazy, and he even told me, you know, this is crazy, right? And he also said that if my grades slipped one little bit, that it was game over. He was like, we're going to closely monitor your progress in each of these courses to make sure that you're not setting yourself up for failure. The last thing we want you to do is like ruin your entire, you know, college career by taking on something that's incredibly, you know, um, arduous, I guess you could say. And so he was like, so if your grades slip, it's game over and you're back to your regularly scheduled college course load. So it started that summer. So I took two three-week sessions with three classes in each one. That's literally six full college courses completed in six weeks. So the challenge with the summer sessions is that they were the same course load, just in a condensed period. So here I was literally reading, because I was an English major with an education minor, Um, I was literally reading three novels a week, writing three papers a week, taking quizzes and tests. It it, it was crazy. It was nonstop all while working three jobs. I felt like I was running 24-7, but the goal was to graduate a whole year early. I gave up going to visit back home, hanging out with friends and every ounce of my social life outside of work. You know, I worked at Jamba Juice when that was one of my jobs when I was in college. I also worked for the Sacramento Kings, like the NBA organization. And now, like, as I'm sitting here sharing this with you guys, 
the customers at Jamba Juice, like they were literally my friends, like the repeats, the regulars of like, oh my gosh, like I'm taking their, you know, their order and I, or I already know what they want. And I see them walk in the door and I shoot them a little wink and just like a pew pew finger like I got you because we're friends because you come in here every day and I don't really have friends or a social life right now because I'm so crazy, like deep in this plan to graduate college a whole year early Man, talk about like supreme customer service at that point. They probably thought it was great, but really I was just wanting to be their friend. So, <laughs> so stinking bad. I remember reading chapters in my car during meal breaks. I got very little sleep because I spent like all the midnight hours writing and revising the essay that was due the next day. I, I made it through summer sessions and was that much closer to goal, to the goal, Right. Needless to say, I I finished out the year. 21 units a quarter, that's about six classes, which is two times the normal load, all while working those three jobs and maintaining my 3.8 GPA. And I, in fact, graduated that year a whole year early. I graduated college in three years. Why? Because I was relentless to that goal. I was relentless in doing what needed to be done to make that happen. Not so that I could brag about graduating college in three years, but so that I could avoid all the extra money in college debt. You see, when we become relentless to something, when we become relentless in our desire to accomplish something, all of the challenges, all of the obstacles, we just become so incredibly focused and I was able to do it. And I remember when I when I became a teacher and I talked about my college experience with like my colleagues, people would ask how I did it, how I graduated college in three years. And I remember saying, you know, I don't even know, I don't even know how I pulled that off. But now in this moment, as I look back and think on it, I did it and was able to do it because I was relentless. Once I set my mind on what I wanted to do, nothing got in the way. I put my head down and I went to work toward the goal. And I had already decided that absolutely nothing was going to stop me. To be a relentless leader, you have to do just that. You have to be so dead set on where you are going and why you are doing it that nothing will get in your way. You have to decide before you start your level of commitment to the goal. See, the biggest mistake that people make is they get started and based on how things are going, they base their level of commitment. Oh, it's going really well. Their commitment level is really high. Oh, it's not going really well. Oh, their commitment level is really low. And when your commitment level wavers, so does your outcome. So does your progress. And if people just understood that before you start, you have to set your level of commitment to the goal. You see, the highest level of commitment is relentlessness. When you are relentless, you maintain a different mindset. You hold a completely different energy and your work ethic is on point. When you're relentless, you have an unconditional agreement with yourself that no matter what, you will persist. That no matter what, you will push through. That no matter what, you will keep going and growing, willingly welcoming any adversity that comes your way simply because you know that when you are on the path to greatness, obstacles are guaranteed and you know that you must overcome them with grace and with speed. 
I debated talking about relentlessness, honestly, as one of the ABCs of leadership because it is a bit aggressive. And for some, it may be a bit too charged. And for most, to become relentless is to be completely outside of your comfort zone. But what I realized is that I have to talk about this. Because when you are in pursuit of your calling, when you are walking in your purpose, when you are truly fighting for your dream, being relentless comes with a territory. It's like a flip, like a a switch gets flipped. It suddenly makes sense. You gain clarity and you get laser focused on where you're going. It's almost as if there is no other direction than the one that is going to lead you to your destination to go. When you are relentless, you adopt a different mindset, you carry a different energy, and you intensify your work ethic. The relentless leader mindset is one of whatever it takes. It is strong, it is forward-thinking, and it is resilient. It doesn't waver or go back and forth, and it is grounded in the goal and solidified by the vision. So let me ask you, my friend. Do you have a relentless mindset? Or do you find that you are motivated one day and not the next? Do you waffle on your ability to accomplish the goal you set? Do you have a tendency to flirt with the idea of quitting when things aren't going your way or taking longer than you thought they should? If that is you, you just haven't decided to turn on that relentless mindset. The relentless leader's energy is always channeled in the direction of the goal. It is always uplifting, always encouraging, and it is life-giving to those around them. It's positive. It's action-oriented because the, the relentless leader understands the role of energy and how it can decelerate or accelerate the team and therefore the results. So let me ask you a question. Do you have a relentless level of energy? Do you show up each day with enthusiasm and passion and authentic joy for what you are in pursuit of? Or do you struggle with negative thoughts and negative energy? Do you, in fact, attract the caliber of people you wish to attract? Or are you struggling at attracting in general? Do you find that your flame is quick to extinguish upon the winds that must be weathered on the journey? Or is your flame burning bright all the time? The relentless leader's work ethic is the definition of consistency and discipline. Not just the definition, the example. It is focused, diligent, informed, and punctuated with revelation, new learning, advancements, and enhancements. Do you have a relentless work ethic? Are you consistent? Or is each day's actions based on how you feel versus what you need to do? Are you disciplined? Are you disciplined in the small things that compound over time into big results? Do you show up and put in the work even on the days you don't feel like it? Do you value failure? Do you learn quickly, adapt, and move forward? Or do you attempt shortcuts? Do you avoid failure? Do you hang in the lows? of the valleys for way too long and find yourself in perpetual ruts. If that's the case, you do not and you have not adopted a relentless work ethic. You see, the reason why we're talking about this is because the way you lead determines the results that you get. The way you lead 
The way you lead determines the results that you get. This is why being a relentless leader is crucial. Every great person who has accomplished great things did it with a great level of relentlessness. Think about it. Every great writer, inventor, singer, athlete, world changer, all of them relentless. When I think of relentless individuals, I think I think of toddlers and teenagers, both relentless in their pursuit to get what they want. This is why the quote says, be in relentless pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Relentless pursuit, not pointless pursuit. Relentless pursuit to proceed along without giving up. Ask yourself, can I proceed along this journey? Can I proceed along with this goal, with this dream, with this calling on my life without giving up? Because here's the thing, you aren't where you thought you would be by now because you gave up before, because you've given in before. You've given into failure, you've given into doubt, you've given into the opinions of others, you've given in to limiting beliefs that hold you back. But when is enough enough? You are already in the designated chapter of your life. I'm in chapter 39. You might be in chapter 54. Some of you might be in chapter 27. Regardless of the chapter you're in, you have the opportunity and the ability to pick up the pen and be relentless in writing the words on the pages that are gonna be the summary of your story, that are gonna be what people read about your life is the legacy that you leave behind. This is big stuff. You have to be relentless. And here's the thing. Remember what I said at the beginning? To be relentless, is to, it's a decision. It's a choice. You've already given up and given in along the way way too many times. We got to draw a line in the sand, my friends. We got to change that behavior. You have to decide before you start. And today, maybe today is your new starting line. Maybe today is your new starting point. Maybe today you're going to make a promise to yourself to not give in or give up when it gets hard, when it's taking more time than you thought it would, when you're facing adversity, when challenges are flying at your face. Because remember, if you are in the process of making progress, there are going to be things that are designed to come along to refine you to make you better. Challenges create opportunities for improvements. That should be exciting. That should fire you up. That's where you should be so pumped about recognizing that, man, I can become a relentless leader. I can adopt a relentless mindset. I can put forth a relentless level of energy. I can decide to to put forth a, a, you know, relentless level of work ethic. You see, relentlessness, when it comes to leadership, when it comes to success, is the great separator. It separates those who are serious from those who are seriously interested. I've never met someone who is seriously interested and actually got somewhere. Only those who are serious, only those who commit, only those who decide, only those who get into action, only those who fail, only those who get back up are the ones who are the progress movers. See, it's not about how big you move that needle in your life. It's about making little movements with that needle. You see, if we are each given a dream 
a calling, gifts, then we must pursue them wholeheartedly and pursue them relentlessly because it is only a result of relentlessness that that dream, that calling, and those gifts will be brought to life. And what a shame it would be if your dream, that calling, those gifts that you've been given never had a chance to surface because you failed to make a decision to be relentless in the pursuit of them. You guys, thank you so much for being here with me today. Becoming relentless in your leadership is the next step to realizing your dream and maximizing your success. Remember that success is a choice. And as they say, you're always one decision away from a completely different life. So decide today that you're going to show up different. Decide today that you are no longer going to give up or give in. Decide today that relentlessness is going to become a huge part of who you are and how you lead. Do me a huge favor. Take a screenshot of this episode and post it in your stories. Tag me, tag your friends in leadership. And most importantly, let's get more people on their way to brewing success in their lives.